Welcome to the Better With Wine podcast. We hope to make your day or evening or morning, whatever, better with wine. I'm Gracie. And I'm Elena. We ferment and filter all this gritty info for your drinking pleasure. I hope we do at least. I hope we do. <laughs> I hope this That's is what working. we're trying to do. <laughs> Good point. Oh, this is the last red episode before the end of the season. Y'all, I can't. Elena, I'm so proud of us. I am too. We I fucking did it. <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, like almost wrapping up season one. How? I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Perseverance, yeah. teamwork, and the love of wine. I know. Oh my God. You're so <laughs> the most cheesy. cheesy ever. <laughs> but she's not wrong, y'all. Not wrong at all. <laughs> I know, even as I was driving over here today, I was like, man, I was like, I was like, we've been doing this for a minute. We have. It feels so good. Yeah, and I feel like we're finally, like I said, we said this like, I don't know, maybe the fourth or fifth episode, but like now I really feel it. We have a rhythm. We We are finally getting it and... And we have so many ideas. Even for where our we editor, go. even our editor is like, "Okay, your episodes are sounding good now." Oh, finally, <laughs> I know it's funny. People are like, "Oh, you have a podcast," and I'm like, "Yeah, I do. It's very new. <laughs> I love it so much." But we're getting better. <laughs> like, please, please give it a chance. Yes, give it a chance. Definitely go listen, but take it. I know that we're improving. Brand new. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> know that we've never done this before, but now we came and say we have. We are, I just came up. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're zinners this week. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> We're zinning. Wow. Zinning. You like, like it, though. Like, you really I, like I, it. I kind of like it because it's like winning. Right. That's what I was saying. <laughs> but with a Z. We're zinning this because week. Because Zinfandel. we're also, by zinning, we are making Zinfandel a verb. Yes. And we're zinning this week. Zinning. You know what? I need that kind of energy walking into this week. <laughs> I really do. I'm going to have a really long week. Working every day this week. It's going to be wild. So, I'll be zinning my way through the week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should do the same because I think it sounds really great. <laughs> Who knows what it's going to be like? We're zinning, we're zinning our way through this week. <sighs> zinning our way through. We're zinners. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> so, Gracie, tell me all about you're Zinfandel ready, then. You ready to learn? Yeah, I'm ready to learn, learn about... learn today. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about Zinfandel. <laughs> okay. Make me a zinner. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish my mind was working sharper than it was right now because I want to have a fun comeback and I don't have one. Oh. You'll, you'll, you'll get one. All right. Make me you, a zinner. Zinner. You. <laughs> you. <laughs> okay. So today we're talking about Zinfandel. Mm-hmm. Zinfandel. Zinfandel. Zen is how I'm probably going to refer to it most of this Zen. episode because it's a mouthful and I know my accent doesn't do it justice. <laughs> Zinfandel. <laughs> so, it's probably a grape you've all heard of. I would I would hopefully think so. If not, welcome to the wonderful world of Zinfandel. Uh, Zinfandel actually used to be the most widely planted grape in California until Cabernet Sauvignon took it over in 1998. That was only 23 years ago, you guys. So, Cabernet is obviously now the number one grape in California, but Zinfandel is a close second, third, fourth. Second most planted red grape. We'll go there. 
Zinfandel as a grape is dark blue in color, smaller in size, with thinner skins than you might think based on how the wine drinks. And Zinfandel is notorious for uneven ripening. This means that some grapes in the cluster will ripen quicker than others, and because of this, some grapes actually begin to raisinate while others are still extremely unripe. So you'll have this whole cluster of grapes. Some of them are starting to prune. Others haven't even developed their fruit flavors yet. And a lot of winemakers are, a lot of, a lot of the time, winemakers are forced to harvest the grapes in these conditions. So because of this, some of the grapes have a lot of sugar in them, which is why Zinfandels are super duper high in alcohol. And the uneven ripening is also why we get such jammy fruit notes from Zen. Okay, so it's like both pre-ripe and then really ripe. Yeah, it's like crazy. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. cool. Yeah, I mean, it's not something you see a lot with other grapes. So it's unique to Zen. Now, Zinfandel was originally imported to California from Croatia. Not France, you guys. I know every other grape we've talked about has been from France. We are from Croatia this time around, and that was back in the 1830s. I thought so, too. When I was writing my notes, I was like, oh, my God, we're not from France this time. (laughs) How exciting. (laughs) Um, So originally from Croatia, came to California in the 1830s, and the Croatian name for Zinfandel is Tribudrag, or more commonly, surprisingly, are you ready for this? Here okay, I go. Well, first I'm off, try can my we hardest. talk about that other one? <laughs> <laughs> There's a second name? Tribidrag. Tribidrag. I'm probably saying that wrong. <laughs> but if you read it like English, it says Tribidrag. <laughs> <laughs> now, the other one I did look up on YouTube, and it, this is the more common name, and it looks like a bunch of letters just randomly put onto the page. But uh, it is pronounced Strelinic Kastielanski. What? Strelinic Kastielanski. That word starts with a C. There's a J and some K's in there. It's wild. <laughs> Strelinic Kastielanski. I Croatia. feel like Croatian and Hungarian mm. and um, Turkey maybe. Tur- are all well, same. all of those weird, or I say they're weird. They're not weird. They're very normal. Just cultures. different. Yeah. <laughs> but their languages are so Greek even. They're so It's unique. so weird and unfamiliar to the English. They're so different than the English language. Yes. And so, yeah, like when you see all those consonants strung like, along. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh my gosh. Did not know what I was getting into with this. Nope. <laughs> Sri Kastjelanski. I like it. So Zinfandel from Croatia, which is its birthplace. That's really cool. I think so too. Now Zinfandel vines. We should try to get a Zinfandel from Croatia. We really should. It's definitely not. Croatian wine is not a hot commodity in the United States. It's not. I've only (laughs) seen a very, very handful, small handful Mm -hmm. of them. But and they're not Zinfandels. Yeah, probably not. I think they do a lot of white wine. Plavac, a Plavac or a Cab or. Yeah. Maybe we just don't know what it's called. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we'll have to do some digging. Yeah. So Zinfandel vines are still some of the oldest in California, and Old Vine Zinfandel is a more prestigious kind of Zinfandel that allows winemakers to put Old Vine on the label. Now, Old Vines are typically older than 40 years, and we'll talk about in a little bit why those are still around, right? So the Zinfandel we're talking about today is going to be Zinfandel in its purest form. We're not talking white Zin just yet. We're talking the dry red wine style. So Zinfandel typically is super dark purple in color with a soft texture and a bold flavor profile. It will typically have tons of jammy fruits, spices, and black pepper. 
and it will be medium to full bodied, high alcohol, moderate plus acidity, with medium to medium plus tannins. In the cooler climates, you'll typically find juicy red berry flavors such as strawberry and raspberry, and in the warmer climates is where the flavors start to turn more deep black. And there's always going to be some rich baking spices and an underlying peppery note. So Zinfandel, of course, is grown in California, <clears throat> came from Croatia to California, which we're going to dive into. But the other region we want to explore is going to be Italy. Now, Zinfandel has another name when you take it to Italy, and that is Primitivo. Primitivo, mm. Primitivo. <laughs> Primitivo is found in southern Italy in a region named Puglia. Primitivo is made into dry red wines and sweet wines there as well. And the dry style is actually very similar to the California-style Zinfandel. So if you're a California Zinfandel drinker and have never heard of Primitivo, probably because you never knew Primitivo was Zinfandel, and now you have a whole new realm of Zinfandel you can go out and to explore. Which is super cool. It is really like, cool. Like, it also just tastes so different. All right. Well, we'll try to explain it here. So we're going to start into California Zen. Now, there's a handful of regions within California that grow Zinfandel. Like I said, it used to be super-duper popular before California Cabernet became more popular. And today, um, Zinfandel is the fourth most planted variety in the entire state behind Cabernet, Chardonnay, and Pinot Noir. So for today, I just want to highlight some of the best regions for Zin in California. Generally speaking, Zinfandel likes a warm and sunny place, but is quite susceptible to its terroir because of its thin skins. And it definitely prefers sandier soils and those nice ocean breezes. Mm. Who doesn't, right? I mean, I do. <laughs> so we're going to start in Lodi. Lodi is L-O-D-I. Lodi is in... Not Lottie. Lottie. Lottie, Lottie. People say that it's Lottie. It's Lodi. 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 <laughs> L-O-D-I. Now, Lodi is in Northern California. It's just perfectly placed in the very center of the state. So it is more south than Sonoma Coast, but more inland as well. Lodi has a somewhat Mediterranean climate with hot days and cool nights, and the San Francisco Bay is going to act as its moderator while the Sacramento River brings in that cooling breeze that it needs. The soils in Lodi are sandy with clay and a little bit more sand, so we definitely have those yummy sandy soils that Zinfandel loves. And there's an advantage here because the sandy soils actually resist phylloxera. Now, I know we ca we've talked about phylloxera here. That's what killed the wine industry in the 1860s. It's a louse that gets into the rootstock and destroys the vine. And the reason we have old vines in Findel is because those vines literally survived phylloxera. Sandy soils are also a contributing factor to Zinfandel's intense aromas. Lodi is notorious for Zinfandel, of course, and its old, old vines. Some of the vines in Lodi are over 100 years old, and these vines are something out of a fantasy novel. I highly recommend that you Google image old vine Zinfandel. They're so They're wild. Cool. They're like super thick and scraggly and like rustic and like they have all these crazy arms. They just look like trees almost. Anyway, the primary flavors from Lodi Zinfandel can include blackberry, roasted plum, cinnamon, sweet tobacco, black pepper, and even sometimes peach yogurt. We'll get into that so in cool. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can typically expect a medium to full-bodied wine with moderate plus acidity, high alcohol, and moderate tannins. Another region of note in California for Zen is Dry Creek. This is a valley located within Sonoma County. Um, Sonoma County, of course, is in California, and Dry Creek is a super rural winemaking region that is near the Russian River. 
It's a warm climate with hot summers and long days and make it a wonder, wonderful, wonder, wonder, wonderful place. For <laughs> wonder, wonderful. <laughs> yes. Of course, that Russian river is going to give them the breeze that they desire. So Zinfandel from Dry Creek will typically have primary flavors of blackberry, black cherry, brambly fruits, vanilla, and black pepper with a very similar structure to those in Lodi. Okay, so we're going to move into the old world. Italy also grows a good amount of Zen, or shall we say Primitivo. We're in Puglia, Italy, which is in the southern part of the country, just where the heel Puglia? of the it- boot is. Can you spell that for me? P-U-G-L-I-A. Okay, so but it's Puglia, so Puglia. the G is silent. Uh-huh. I think so. So Puglia is the heel of the boot. So if Italy's a boot, you're just at that high heel, and it kind of comes up the ankle a little bit as well. So Puglia's climate is dry, sunny, and warm, and it is completely surrounded by water, the Mediterranean Sea to be specific, which makes for a nice, wonderful climate, and the Mediterranean breeze comes through and cools down those vines. So it's perfect for Primitivo. The word Primitivo actually doesn't even mean primitive in Italian, as you might think. It's really interesting. I didn't know this. It's actually more appropriately translated to early ripening. Okay, so that's exactly what it does. Like exactly like what the it does. Most I was like, well, this makes even more boring. Sense if you know, <laughs> I, I know. I was like, well, that's exactly what we talked about earlier. <laughs> Primitivo means early ripening. Good job, Italians. I like that way you did that. Primary flavors for Primitivo in Puglia are typically going to be raspberry, blackberry, baking spice, licorice, and herbs. Now, just like in California, there are certain regions within Puglia that are best for Primitivo. Primitivo di Manduria is our first example, and that's one of the wines we're going to be tasting later on. It is a popular region for Primitivo where the wines must be at least 85% of the variety. Here they're going to be a little bit less jammy and more rustic, as we might already expect, knowing that it's going to be an old world style. Another region you can find Primitivo is Primitivo di Manduria Dolce Natural. Oh, that gave me chills. <laughs> I did good. <laughs> Dolce meaning sweet. This is where you find sweet primitivo. So those are produced in a late Dolce harvest. Natural. Dolce natural. Primitivo di manduria and dolce natural. <laughs> I had to say that with my chef kiss hand. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't even help it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so sweet style primitivo <laughs> is produced in a late harvest style where the grapes actually all raisinate to increase the sugar content and then are made into a So raisinate is a word, not resonate. Um, nope, raisinate. it's not. Um, it has the little red squiggly line underneath it on my Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> but it should be a word. But you so made it a word, it. but mm-hmm. it's raisinate. So like <laughs> making it into raisins. It wants me to change it to raisinets. <laughs> <laughs> But I left it. It's like florality. I make that word up all the time. <laughs> People go with it. Minerality is actually not a word. <laughs> it's not? Or not minerality. Florality. Mineral Minerally. Minerally. Oh, is the correct term. Yeah. No, no, no. Minerality is correct. But they, like when minerally. I say min- it tastes minerally, that's not word. That's not right. <sighs> but it makes sense in my head. You know what? When we're talking about how to taste wines and like what flavors are coming out it doesn't freaking matter i agree it it's doesn't like matter <laughs> i'm gonna say we make word. up words <laughs> to get like to where we're going yeah i'm gonna say raisinate because it makes sense <laughs> turns them into raisins <laughs> okay so in summary 
Zinfandel is a dry red wine that is super dark purple in color with a soft texture and a bold profile, flavor profile. It will typically have tons of jammy fruits, spices, and black pepper. It's going to be medium to full-bodied, high alcohol, moderate plus acidity with medium to medium plus tannins. Yum! Sounds fan-frickin-tastic. I'm really excited to drink some. <laughs> Me too. I'm ready for some fun facts, too, if you are. Oh, okay. I can dive right into some fun facts. Boom. All right. So, starting us off, obviously, with our National Zinfandel Day. Oh, can I guess? Yeah. I did not look this up. Okay, cool. Okay, so every time I think about Zinfandel, I want it to be super cold out. February 20th. You have the right idea of it being cooler out, but no. Think end that was of the a year or the beginning of the year? Oh, November 1st. Okay. I mean, you're not far <laughs> off. <laughs> okay. It's the third Wednesday in November, so it's oh, right in time for Thanksgiving. Oh, perfect. And honestly, it pairs very well mm-hmm. with turkey and cranberry sauce. I love it. So, yeah, it's the third Wednesday in November. Um, and I think we did a Primitivo in that time. No, we didn't. Did we do a Primitivo right around that time for oh, our weekend wine we did for our weekend wine it that was like right around christmas time but yeah, yeah same that was thing. our second one mm-hmm. i think cool yeah uh okay so dive that kind of that kind of segues me into food pairing oh i love food. so yeah this is a really good food wine um food pairing with zinfandel is synonymous with barbecue so, um, if you're pairing anything with meat, think hearty and bold flavors. Literally hearty and bold flavors for anything mm-hmm. that you're pairing it with. But meat, specifically, anything that would be barbecued. So, chicken, grilled or charred chicken, lamb, pulled pork or pork chops, burgers, salmon, anything, like I said, Yum. grilled, charred, and that you might slather on some barbecue sauce. Oh, my God. I know. Sounds so good. Um, so, if you make your own barbecue sauce, Ooh. which we do sometimes, yeah. um, Adding in the fruits that you might find in a Zinfandel. So, like, think adding in a black cherry or blackberry. Stew that down. Obviously, with you've got your ketchup and your awesome. uh, brown sugar and your other spices that you're going to put in there. Um, but also, add in the Zinfandel itself and cook Whoa. that down. Whoa. Game changer. Uh, know. And then <laughs> slather that on, a, a like, a grilled chicken breast or, like, grilled Yum. ribs. And it would be so good. Um, coating... Yeah, so coating whatever you're grilling with that sauce would be perfect pairing. That's amazing. Also, um, another perfect pairing. So I'm going to talk about spices and herbs really quickly. Moroccan and Turkish spices that have a cinnamon-forward focus are an actual perfect pairing for this. Wow. Because the curry, the cinnamon, the fennel that's in typical Moroccan and Turkish spicy spices and like mixtures go super perfectly with Zinfandel. So... Spices and herbs, like I said, curry, cinnamon, fennel, coffee, anything that's smoked or charred goes super well wow. with Zinfandel. And Zinfandel can hold up to those bold flavors. And they flavors. can hold up to it. They pay, It's not just like holding up to it, but it also complements and oh, contrasts them it. in such a good way. Cool. Cheese, uh, think again, rich and bold. So sharp cheddar, smoked gouda mm. would go so well. So think like you're super charred. You know, uh, Ooh, smoked gouda. I now that you say that, super I'm like, charred, That's perfect. Yeah, super charred uh, burger, mm-hmm. but like obviously still juicy on the inside. Charred burger with a smoked gouda and slather on some <laughs> caramelized onions Ooh. and barbecue sauce. Girl, 
I'm headed to the veggie section right now. Yeah. So the caramelized onions, fire roasted red peppers and tomatoes, grilled eggplant, mushrooms, baked beans. Hey, think barbecue, like, oh you know, God. all that kind of stuff. Sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm really hungry I right now. Too. So it's like making my <laughs> mouth water. Yum. <laughs> so. All right, so some fun facts outside of those. You ready? I am. So you didn't really talk about White Zinfandel. I wanted to, but I knew you were going to cover it because it's a hot topic. <laughs> it is quite the hot topic. <laughs> so it's literally what put what we're drinking on everyone's radar. It really I feel did. Like. So um, it's actually what, like you said, it's what put everything on the radar, but um, it's what put like heavy wine drinking on the radar too um, but anyway so white Zinfandel obviously <clears throat> we, everybody knows that it. it's a pink wine <laughs> I'm calling it pink wine because <laughs> it is very pink uh, people call it pink wine yes they do um, white Zinfandel is a type of rosé so rosé wine if you guys if we really haven't talked on, touched on it too much Maybe a little, yeah. but rosé wine is wine that is made with red grapes and we remove the skins halfway through fermentation so it only gets a little bit of skin contact and that's where the color comes from the the skins also impart other fruit flavors so think like red fruits or, or, or black fruits mm -hmm. but it brings in it imparts them just a little bit so it just has like a nice fresh fruity flavor pairing with that citrus and other like melon or tropical fruits that you might get from just the pulp right yeah um, it changes the total like fruit flavor profile. <laughs> right. So think if a if an actual Zinfandel didn't have if there was zero skin contact with the Zinfandel, it might have <clears throat> excuse me, it might have some lemon and um, melon and some pineapple and and mango, but with adding in that the the skins, it'll transform it to strawberry mm -hmm. and cherry raspberry and that mango will be really warm and like yeah. yeah so it'd be like and the lemons will probably transform a little bit more into grapefruit or like yeah. deep orange like yes so everything that's, changes yeah everything <laughs> changes that skin changes all the flavor profiles of that of the wine so it goes from white to rosé so white zinfandel was an actual accident mm -hmm. fun fact Ooh. it was an accident so obviously rosé is an intentional way of making wine um it was an accident by uh, the maker of Sutter Home in the 1970s. So mm -hmm. Sutter Home, we all know that mm -hmm. it's a family name, if you will. Mm -hmm. It's everywhere. And it's everywhere. <laughs> if you don't know it, what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> um, anyways, so Sutter Home accidentally made this because they're making their own ferment. They're fermenting their own dry rosé. And halfway through the fermentation process, the yeast cells died. So it, like paused wow the fermentation process if you will okay prematurely and what that what happens when you pause the fermentation process or like the yeast cells die before they can eat all the sugar job. yeah right it's going to turn into a very turn it into a very sweet wine uh, with low alcohol hmm. and so the winemaker thought oh my gosh this is you know this is an like this is terrible the it's, wine is ruined it's ruined whatever <laughs> but he tried it and he was like well this is actually not too bad it like the bitterness is gone and it's actually pretty sweet it's pretty pleasant so he decided to instead uh, bottle it and sell it and market it as White Zinfandel <laughs> instead of the rosé he was originally making. So silly. Yeah, so he calls it White Zinfandel but it is pink. Yeah. Uh, it is bright pink. 
Yeah, I guess he didn't call it pink Zinfandel because then no. that's just rosé yeah. that he was already making. So he right. had to. So he called it white Zinfandel. <laughs> yeah, called it white Zinfandel, and if you will, it literally transformed all like wine drinking in like large quantities because people could just like pound this yes. wine. Who would have known uh-huh. that this would have been like a huge hit, huge hit. So now, um, white Zinfandel is. Six times has six times more sales than Reds and Vendel to this day. <sighs> currently, currently, uh, it was actually more than that in the 70s and 80s when it was actually booming. It. Yeah, I totally believe it. So, I think it was actually closer to like 10 to 13 percent higher, or sorry, 10 to 13 times more sales. So, did I don't know if you know this, I don't think. I might. Did White Zinfandel ever get big in any other country other than the United States? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Oh. It just goes to show you that Americans really do like their sugar. Uh, we we <laughs> like our, their soda. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the only other fun fact that I have, everything was mostly about White Zinfandel. The only other fun fact yeah. I have is that NPR has their own wine Aww. label. Really? Called, their own Zinfandel wine label called Pop Culture Happy Hour. That's cute. Yeah, Pop so it's made out of Lodi. Oh, love it. Yeah, As so it it's a Lodi be. Zinfandel called Pop Culture Happy Hour. That's adorable. I really like it. I, I think try we to should find try it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need, we need to find all these wines we keep Yeah, I think that's going to be... A bonus episode. <laughs> <What>? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for my fun facts. Thanks, Elena. Yeah. Those were super fun. I think I, I think so. Yeah. But that's just me. <laughs> you ready to taste some wine, girl? Yes, please. <laughs> it's been a it's been a day. <laughs> we deserve this wine. We need it. Okay. So if you guys are tasting with us, we are tasting two Zinfandels, one Old World, one New World. Our New World is where we're going to begin. We are in Lodi, California, which is the Zinfandel capital of California. That's an opinion. I made that up, but I could be right, too. <laughs> we'll see what you think. <laughs> there are, you're gonna, most of your Zinfandels, you're going to find them yeah. in Lodi. Most of your good Zinfandels. Um, so we're with Plungerhead Old Vine Zinfandel 2018. Note that it does say Old Vine on the label, so we know that these vines are over 40 years old, which is super duper cool. Okay, so looking at this wine, we've got a super duper dark purple core, magenta around the rim, dark inky. It's a very deep, deep color. Yeah, you can't even see through it. No. It's like almost it's almost black. Almost black, totally. Definitely notice some staining here. If you haven't noticed staining in any of our previous episodes, this you might be the one. Here. Yes, you will. And let's look at those legs because, like we said, Zinfandel is typically super duper high in alcohol. Holy crap. Yeah, the legs, she leggy. They're there. She leggy. They are there. They, they are, are there. there. There are lots of them and they're moving slow and they're they, big. Yeah, they, they thick. Thick legs. <laughs> <laughs> I like me some thick legs. <laughs> I do too. All right, sticking my nose in the glass. Tons of black fruit here, black raspberry, black plum. It's all ripe, jammy, mm-hmm. jammy fruits. So jammy, if you're also maybe not aware of what that means, that literally means like jam, like jelly. Um, so like black raspberry jam is what that jamminess comes from. So that added sugar content, it's a nice, sweet, yummy, delicious version of that fruit. Other than fruit, definitely getting some licorice. Some yeah. cinnamon is coming through. We're getting some licorice. I'm also getting a little bit of <clears throat> like sweet leather. Oh, yeah. And that tobacco for <clears throat> me, too. And I'm also getting uh, maybe some black pepper. Black pepper for sure. Black pepper can be a telltale for Zen if you're blind tasting. Always look for that black pepper. 
Shall we taste her? Yeah, let's, please. I just genderized the wine. It's fine. Mmm. Wow. That's a bold wine. There's a lot going on here. Mm -hmm, yum. So bold is in flavor, not super bold in the structure. Definitely a little lower on the acid scale. Medium body. The tannins are there, but they're not super intense. But those flavors are really standing out. They're huge. Um, that fruit is really big. <clears throat> We're getting like stewed, baked flavors mm -hmm. on that fruit. Like black that. fruits. <clears throat> black cherry, black raspberry. Wow. That tobacco's coming in. That cinnamon on the back end for sure. There's so much going on. That black pepper is still loud. Yeah. Um, this is really good. This is yummy. Okay, it's so really imagine, well balanced with fruit and non-fruit. I agree. It's 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 got know, a little smokiness to it, just a touch. I like agree. it's nice. It's really yummy. And I could I could see how barbecue <clears throat> would work so well with this. I can't oh like I want a here's the barbecue that I want. <laughs> I want a cherry chipotle smoked barbecue sauce. Oh my god. <clears throat> with a charred Yes, I want Egg it too. Plant. <laughs> Put mine on a chicken leg. <laughs> and I, I want like a camper. charred cauliflower and eggplant sandwich oh with some fucking smoked gouda. Yes, and I would just dip melt that, it on top. Dip that thing in some barbecue sauce. <laughs> oh my I'm god, done. I'm like wash it down with a Zinfandel. <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> just have another sip. It's <laughs> <laughs> mm. so yummy. This is a big, bold red wine, mm. you guys. Okay, so switching gears into Italy with our Primitivo di Mandaria. This is a 2016, definitely something to note. Um, and just from the looks of it, it looks quite different. It is still super duper dark, almost black. A little more brick red, blood red around the rim. Still that staining and quite leggy she is. Yeah, it's like very red, like like we said, blood red. So like the last one was like super purple and like magenta. This one is like deep like mm -hmm. blood red like the edge is like dried like dried yeah, blood i think so like this has been aged a little bit too because it feels like it's like yeah so a little bit of orange i don't want to say orange but like brown brownish red on the edge three years different two years different here yeah <clears throat> i 100 percent agree and that nose is quite different i'm getting more dried fruits dried oh my plum. gosh it's so different there's yeah Even for fruit still some jammy blackberry for fruit though it is more dried but there's a lot of other stuff going oh on. Gosh. Okay, so the I'm getting like okay, we talked about herbs, but <clears throat> honestly, yeah. like it hit me old rose. Oh, like a wilting rose? Like a or well, a dried rose? Like a, no, like an old world, like a traditional rose. Oh. Like the most red rose that you can think of and how oh, that smells. For sure. God, she smells good. She smells really good. <clears throat> so this one is yeah, so rose, um, dried thyme. For sure. Earlier we were getting a little bit of curry. Yeah, the it's curry was in this through. one, like right when it, right, right when we opened the bottle, it and was like are, fresh curry. Yeah, it was like super cool. I love that, and those are those spices coming through. Yeah, a little bit of cinnamon. <clears throat> this one's a little. Um, I'm still getting that leather and tobacco dry. too. Yeah, so leather. This one's like more dried tobacco, like crispy, crunchy tobacco. Yeah, like dried tobacco. Like you open up a freshly rolled cigarette. Uh huh. <laughs> but like, not. Not like a handmade one. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, not one with like filter and like all the chemicals yeah. and shit. Yum. Let's taste. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Matches. So still, it totally does. Are we still on that moderate level for acid? Medium body. This one does have more intense 
strong, grippier tannins. And I think this one finishes really long, too. I think it tastes very rose-forward. I agree. Mm. Very rose and herb-forward. Maybe, like, some, um, like, rose leaves, almost. It's really yummy. It is very yummy. I'm getting a Very dried fruits. Mm -hmm. Ton of herbs. Um... Like dried plums, so I guess that would be prunes. <laughs> is it? <laughs> I think I said dried plums <laughs> earlier too, but that's like prunes. <laughs> it's just a prune. Um, yeah, I think this is delicious. This is so fantastic! I just think Primitivo is such a fun wine because it's like a mystery until you know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just Zinfandel, but in Italy, Southern Italy too, which makes sense. So like, it's such a warm region mm-hmm. that that's why all the fruits are going to be so dried and like exactly. past past ripe past baked and stewed it's like dried because it's such a dry warm, warm region region exactly and you think it's like surrounded by water it's got those sandy soils too uh-huh i love it so cool. solid solid zins we are zinning we're zinning with these zins <laughs> <laughs> all right let's do this all right so i have four questions for you wow yeah okay Okay, so I get so nervous. I'm ready. Let's do this. We have a list of these. The two of them are actually all of them are different mm. formats than what we were used to. Oh, fun! Yeah. Okay. Okay. In a list of top ten Zinfandels in the U.S. Okay, top ten. What zins. are what are the top three of the top ten? What are the top three of the top ten? And okay. if you want in the U.S. If you want, um, like, a top six to, like, yeah. minimize or <clears throat> to, like, bring it. it down. Or not a top six. If you want six options to, like... Oh, and then I pick three from there. And you pick three. Yeah, let's... Um, I can let... Yes. Whatever you want to do. Or if you want to do eight, that's fine, too. Okay. So six these are... Yeah. Just give me some options and I'll... These yeah. might not be in the top six or the top eight. Okay. But I have to pick But three. you have to pick the top three. I have to number pick one, number three. two, and number three. Got it. And you don't have, I to, have say, to pick the order. You don't have to pick the order. You can I'll if try. you want to. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Uh okay. Predator. So what we're what we also we one of the options decided uh-huh. on, yeah. Predator. Bogle old vine. Okay. I'm gonna write these down. Okay. Okay. Layer cake. Okay. Gnarly head. Uh-huh. Ravenswood, Rombauer, Rombauer, I heard. Seven Deadly Zins, cute, or Klein Ancient Vines. Klein. <clears throat> Top three of this One, in this two, list. I feel like this three, is a. Four, five, six, if it weren't okay. a, if it were. This is a type of question I feel like would be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire if it were like a top, you know, like an A, B, C, or D. Okay. I don't know why. I just like felt that. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. There's a couple that stand out that I think are for sure. Okay. Marley Head is on my list. Okay. Um, Bogle, because it's Bogle. And then okay. we're going to go with Seven Deadly Zins. So those are your... And if I'm wrong, I want to guess again. Okay, so those are your top three. Yeah. You want to do an order or no? Um, okay, we'll go Bogle, Gnarly Head, Seven Deadly Zins. Did I get any of them right? You got one correct. Bogle. Bogle is, is in the top three, and it is one. Okay. And then... Are the other two in the top three? One of them is. Gnarly the other head. one is not. Incorrect. Seven Deadly Zins. Is in the top three. Is that number two? It is. Okay, so number three, 
layer cake. Final answer. Wrong. Number three is going to be Klein. It is. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like I see gnarly head everywhere. I know. It's actually number four. Okay, so that was a good guess. Yeah, it was. Okay, so Bogle Old Vine is number one. Number two is Seven Deadly Zins. Number three is Klein Ancient Vines. Four is Gnarly Head. Five is Predator. Six is... Oh, actually, five is Tide, Predator, and Sagacio. Oh, Predator is up there. I love that. Uh, Six is... I already said that, so it's like tied for five and six. Yeah. Uh, seven is Ravenswood, eight is Layer Cake, okay. nine is Oak Ridge, and ten is Rombauer. Rombauer. That was fun. Yeah. I like that a lot. Okay, cool. So there's another <laughs> one that's just like it. Okay. So again, top three of ten. Okay. Top okay. three of ten. Okay, I'm going to write these down too. This one is from the 1985 article. Okay. So think you oh, got to go back in time. Yeah. 1985 article. Before we were born, y'all. Before we were born. <laughs> uh, 1985 article. Uh, what are the top... Th- so this is the list of top 10 white zins. Oh, okay. So you're... L- and I'm picking l- the top, top three. three. Correct. Okay. This white one's going to be difficult. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I know one of them. I okay. <laughs> so... I hope I know two of them. I'm going to write down what I think and see what you say. You want top eight, correct? Yeah, let's do top eight. Okay. Mirasau. Kenwood. Cresta Blanca. Cresta Blanca. Sebastiani. Okay. Riverside Farms. Riverside Farms. Sounds lovely. Beringer. Got it. Bell Arbors. Bell Arbors. It's spelled A R B R E S. Arbors. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bell, B E L, Arbors. Uh, or Story Vineyards. Hang on. So Sutter Home isn't even on this list. It's not. What the hell? And they're the ones that came up with it. What in the hell? (laughs) All right. All right. Okay. Behringer's my top one. And then I'm going to go... I'm going to go Kenwood and Riverside. Because I have no idea. (laughs) I honestly... Those aren't what I would have guessed. Um... Those aren't bad guesses. They're not right. <laughs> uh, you again. You hit number one correct. Okay. So Behringer is number one. The other two that you guessed are not in the top three. Okay. So then, so what you did I guess? guess Kenwood and okay. So Mirasau and Story. Wrong. Both of them. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna go. <laughs> Cresta Blanca and Sebastiani. Okay. So Cresta Blanca is correct. It's in the top three. Is it number two or three? Three. Okay. So now number two. Not Sebastiani. No. Bell Arbors. Yeah. Or whatever that one is. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> so Where? number one is Behringer. Number two is Bell Arbors. Number three is Cresta Blanca. Four is Riverside. Five is Mirasau. Six, or sorry, five is tied again with Sebastiani. Oh, okay. Seven is J. Pedroncelli. All right. Eight is Story, nine is Kenwood, and ten is Ridge. Okay, so where in the world is Sutter Home? Eleven? I don't know. Where did they go? Because they're know. number one now. They are number one now. No, Behringer's still Behringer is still. Okay, well, that makes sense, too. Hmm. But tricky, yeah. tricky. I know, I know, I know. Half of these I haven't even heard of. I mean, either. I think that they've probably <laughs> gone away. <laughs> well, we also don't drink white tin. <laughs> also that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so those are my two of that I like type. those. You like that style of question? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to keep that in mind for the next episode. 
True or false? Here's another. Oh, true or false? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So true or false? Though this is not documented in recipes. Okay. French chefs are believed to have used cask sediment as a thickening agent in red wine sauces. Cask sediment as a thickening agent in red wine sauces. French chefs. Mm, true. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Isn't that cool? I feel like it was like weird enough it had to be true. Yeah. That is interesting. Like they actually take the sediment from like once they like all the wine has been fermented, they take that extra sediment from the stems and skins and everything. Does it cook down? Then, like does it And I guess it cooks down and they, they filter or they sift oh, like they yeah, do. they filter it into the sauce. Say, so but crazy. they use it as a thickening agent. Huh. Isn't that cool? That is really neat. That's fucking awesome. That's wild. I know. <laughs> it's really cool. Okay. Uh, and your last question. Okay. What is the Greek ancient god of wine? Who is, who is, sorry. The Greek Dionysus. 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 Yes, <laughs> I can't correct. Say right. So I had a list if you wanted a list. Dionysus. Dionysus. Do you know what the equivalent of the Roman god is called? Um, it begins with a B. Uh-huh. Bacchus or something? Bacchus. 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 Or Bacchus. B-A-C-C-H-U-S. Bacchus. Correct. Good job. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm impressed. I came out of nowhere. <laughs> so my ones that I had thrown to throw you. Okay. Siduri. <laughs> Cute. That's the Babylonian goddess of wine. Mesopotamian. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Babylon. <laughs> yep. I guess Female I know my god of wine. <laughs> so she's, she's the Mesopotamian or... Babylonian female god of beer and wine. Siduri wine from Willamette Valley is incredible. Pinot Noir is Love really, really it. good. Uh, Faust. Oh, funny. Or Aegir. Aegir. A-E-G-I-R is the Norse god of wine. Faust is just a German guy who really <laughs> likes wine. <laughs> they make really good cab. <laughs> uh, and then Siduri is Mesopotamian. So I was just kind of like all over the She's so creative, guys. I try. Yeah, you do. Um, that's all I've got. That was so perfect. I thought that was fun. Okay, that makes me, that inspires me to for my next I wanted quiz. to change up yeah, the questions because I feel like we were getting in a rut. Like that? Yeah. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> so, you guys tell us, were we zinning this week? <gasps> Let us know. <laughs> are we zinners? Did we make you guys zinners? Hopefully, y'all are zinning around, too. <laughs> <laughs> um... Tell us if we were zinning or not tonight with uh, all of the zins that we talked about and tasted uh, on Instagram at Better With Wine Pod, on Facebook, Better With Wine. Um, shout, give us a shout out. Um, we have our check out our website. Oh my God. Next week is sparkling. You guys are in for a treat. Okay. So we I don't know if love. you guys know yet or not. We probably have already talked about it, but we're doing probably. two episodes <laughs> of sparkling wine. It's going to be so Because fun. there's so much information and we just couldn't end on one episode note. So we're doing a part one and part two, two season finale episodes. Yes. Um, it is a celebration. It is a celebration. So next week we are talking about how sparkling wine is made and then we're going to be tasting a whole bunch of sparkling wine yeah super exciting um check out our website at better sorry check out our website betterwithwinepod.com we have our calendar on there so we'll actually be showing what sparkling wines we'll be drinking um the first episode next week if you guys have been tasting along with us i'm so sorry we're not tasting next week 
Yeah. We're just going to do some like really good info. And it's then the week after, it's because the week after we're going to be tasting lots of wine. Way more than two. Like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten wines. We don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're thinking four. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> lots of wine. So we're giving you two weeks to uh, buckle up and get your wines ready. Exactly. Um, speaking of, I guess we can talk about it next week, but um, having flutes is... Not necessary. Wine standard wine glasses is good a good point. way to do it because uh, we're going to be smelling. We're going to be smelling. So mm-hmm. we like flutes for just standard drinking, but for smelling and tasting, we like regular wine glasses. Also, if you're not familiar with sparkling wine, we do have a Instagram post on how to open sparkling wine safely that Elena put together, and it's fantastic. So if you no, are, you put it together. I was in front no, of no, the no, camera. No, 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 no. Whatever. Awful. Okay, it was a joint effort, but. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't know how to open a bottle of sparkling wine, I highly recommend. Please go look at that video because it is dangerous. It is dangerous, don't. and it, there's a graceful way to do it, and that you really look like a pro when you know what you're okay, doing. Okay, so one of my friends, uh, shout out Natalie. Hi, she Natalie. was telling me this weekend how so she wanted to like, um, so this wine class that I teach, we um went over sparkling wine and like how we did two or three classes of it and like Mm. how to open bottles and so so I made sure that they went through and like tried to practice how to open and Natalie she's star student (laughs) I'm kidding (laughs) you go Natalie you're awesome (laughs) but Natalie um she was telling me how she was like I don't know if it was like friends or family but she was like let me open a bottle of wine I'm gonna show you how to a bottle of sparkling I'm gonna show you how to do it and she was like I did it Right. It was so ah! good. Like, I did the and everything. Yes. And everybody was so underwhelmed. They're like, what the heck was that? Because oh, it wasn't they want fun. The pop. It wasn't the pop. It wasn't, like, the spill. Okay, fine. And it's like, okay, we get it, but... Why waste your wine? Yeah. And why scare... It's actually really... Animals and small children. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> it is, like, a really fun thing to hear the wine pop, but it is it actually, is. like... A big celebratory thing if you get it that's it it's is like, oh, because so you like exciting. did it really well well we get that in the restaurant too it's like we properly open champagne table side and they're like oh, where's the pop and i'm like well technically you're not supposed to make it pop <laughs> but they uh, get upset about it and like when oh, I, my very first time opening a bottle of sparkling wine um i probably should say this for next week but whatever the first time i opened the bottle of sparkling wine um at a, as a server it was in college i was 21 so i had just started serving so alcohol um and it popped and it was like boom, it was like a, a big one it was like a really big pop and i i go woo! <laughs> <laughs> and it was this couple on their first anniversary Aww. and so and i was just like woo! Yay! <laughs> and I, their eyes were like, um, um, that was not appropriate. Oh, seriously? Like, they weren't they about it? They didn't say that, but they were not about it. Oh, they were man. just like, okay. And I was I like, I've been like, woo, yeah, girl, thank you. <laughs> it was like I was entertaining. Them oh my too. God, that's so funny. But I poured, you know, I poured it away and I like walked away. I was like, ugh, okay. I'm so sorry. It's fine. <laughs> but that kind of proved like they kind of knew what it was about, but not really. It just depends. Maybe they liked the pop, but they didn't like the woo. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I was a woo girl. I'm. I mean, we, we've all been woo girls before. <laughs> not but it was really embarrassing. Now that I think pretend. about it, I'm like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> Anyways, if you can't tell, we're super pumped about sparkling wine. Yes, we are. Again, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, on our website, at BetterWithWinePod or BetterWithWinePod.com. And hit us up. 
Yeah. Um, like, subscribe, tell your friends. Yes, please. And honestly, text us, DM us, anything that is that you're getting feed or if you have any feedback or like how it is positively changing your life or negatively changing your life. We want to hear about we it. We do. Um, but yeah, so I love it. we are going to go and we will talk to you guys later. We're going to go eat some dinner. So mm. hopefully we made your lives better, better with, with wine. wine. Zinning. <laughs> <laughs> you had to and I love it. <laughs>